host, Mohana Dilshehi. And this is your host, Hannah Wright. And this is You Could Do That on Television, the podcast where we revisit all the insane reality TV shows from the 2000s that you could definitely not make today. Yes, and today we come to you with another show that takes place in the only city that exists in the world, New York City. <laughs> yes. Um, we are talking about NYC Prep today, which lives forever in my fond memory. Um, I wonder, have you heard of this show before, Mohanad, or no? No, never That's in what, my okay. life. It didn't make a huge splash, I feel like. And yeah. it only lasted one season. But but I feel like the context of it, like, culturally was what this NYC prep was to Gossip Girl, what Laguna Beach was to the OC. Like, the OC was, like, a huge, huge show, and then Laguna Beach came out after it, and they were like, look, it's that, but re- real, real, like, high schoolers and what their lives are really like. So then when Gossip Girl was a huge success... I think they wanted to do like, well, what about New York version of that? New York Laguna Beach. Yeah. Yeah. And the show was was on Bravo and it was in 29. (laughs) And basically what they had is they had six teens from Manhattan. 29 what? 29 what? 2009. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's what we called it. Uh, so yeah, it's six teens who live in Manhattan and they go to prep school and they just follow their daily lives and events and what they do on the weekend and fashion shows and shopping and, and a lot of charity events. Yes. Yeah. A lot of charity events. What was your, like, what was your overall takeaway from watching the show before we get into like the, we watched the first episode. So before we like recap it, what were your thoughts? Yeah. It's. I mean, it, they were exactly what I expected them to be. Uh, <laughs> but like you said, I feel like they were trying to be so much like Gossip Girl, even though even though the people on the show and the people producing the show have said so many times, stop comparing us to Gossip Girl. We're not that. We're a different thing. And it's like, it's like, like yeah, you're right, because you're not as fun. Who said that? I just the oh the girl you mean when she was like I hate Gossip Girl because they film in all my favorite places and now it's too busy for me to go to my favorite places. No, but even like the people who produced the show and I read more about like, oh. like articles and stuff like that, they were trying to distance themselves from like Gossip Girl. And I'm just like, why would you do that? Like you should, you should cling to it because like this is yeah. literally like the only way you can be more like, you know, for sure. you can get That's people to the watch point. the show. Well, apparently it was also a very difficult show to make. Uh, Like on Watch What Happens Live, Andy Cohen, like years later, was asked by someone if he would ever want to reboot the show with like Gen Z teenagers. And he was like, loved the show, but it was it like, I'm surprised we even got one season out because it was impossible Mm -hmm. to produce. And apparently I think that was because like, None of their schools actually wanted to let them film there. Like the parents, I think, freaked out being like, this makes us look bad. Like the kids are like partying and it's going to like sully our reputations. So I guess New Yorkers are a bit too uptight for. Yeah. We all. <laughs> it is honestly, I'd say, yes, it's definitely would have done much more, in, uh, much better in like California, like Los Angeles or something like that. Uh, which is Laguna Beach <laughs> exactly yeah because like they were just like yeah they were like you know they like come see us we're famous we want to be famous New Yorkers are just like yeah we're rich we have a lot of money but I just don't want you in my business that's true that's true no one here was like clearly desperate to be famous because none of those kids went on to do to be famous like no one exactly. was like let me skyrocket this to like be on other reality tv shows they were all like no we want to get into college and work for our yeah. dad's company with no issue exactly yeah yeah they did not have like that like reality tv star like qualities too yeah kind of i feel like everyone yeah. was like, kind of like almost there like pc yeah. i was like well he's yeah. clearly the villain main guy it's just 100 yeah 
Yeah. So yeah, they were like all. I think they were like all seniors, and uh, some of them were seniors. Some of them were juniors and sophomores. I think. Yeah, I think one of my favorite things right at the beginning, they were talking about colleges, and mm-hmm. they were describing the college experience and how to get into colleges. And I love how they talk as if that's just like a normal thing, where they were like. Well, you know how it is. You apply, and if a school says no, then you get, you know how you have to go to, through the process of having someone make f- two phone calls <laughs> to get you yes. in. So that was the and, first scene yeah. of the show. That was PC. We're introduced first to PC and Jesse, who uh-huh. best friends apparently used to date. He's possibly gay, but who knows? Apparently, but. Yeah, she's like, oh, I'm scared to get rejected from my dream school. And he's like, but then you just, like, pull some strings. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? And, he, <laughs> and then he says, you know what they say, money is power. And it's sad that we have a lot of money. Like, I feel bad, but it is what it is. He's not wrong. Yeah. He's not yeah. wrong. PC, and- PC is, like, the grandson of a billionaire like he has yeah. more money i think than like anyone and so he acts like it on this show he is like a nightmare child he <laughs> he he gave me knives out uh yeah. like yeah vibe yeah, yeah. he we'll yeah. get into like him more later but think very like trust fund baby 100 like, percent has yeah. has maybe like murdered someone at some point Oh, def- definitely has hit someone with his car. He's like a like a Kendall yeah. Road type of thing. Yeah. Yeah, like covered yeah. up a murder that he either like did or witnessed. One hundred percent. Yeah. And then we have Jessie who loves fashion, and she says that she treats her mm-hmm. clothes like she treats her kids, but she will not shut the fuck up about Operation Smile. <laughs> right. So they're talking about Jessie's charity that she's involved. It's not her charity. She's just like involved in it called Operation Smile that like helps children with cleft lip and that's a legit like thing yeah. that's a legit like disease that's important to have charities for but pc 100%. is like pc is like oh everyone just wants to be so involved in a charity now it's so trendy like aren't there more important things in the world we need to fix before cleft lip <laughs> i know and then literally like she was like people are dying from that what are you talking right. about Right. Like, of course, there are more important things. And there are also more other charities for all those things. Like, yeah. Don't, like, be yeah, mad PC, at me for and being involved them. in one of them. Yeah. Right. Wait, what are you doing for those more important things, PC? Yeah. <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Then we got to meet Kelly, who's 16, lives in the Upper East Side, and she wants to sing. Uh, she does sound like shit, I think. <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know if singing is in her future um and she lives so she's like i think a sophomore or a junior and she lives without her parents in new york her parents live i guess sometimes they come to the city but they spend most of their time living in the hamptons and so her and her brother like live by themselves in an apartment in new york which honestly good for those parents like they're like I don't, I don't want to be in the city. I'm rich and I'm tired. I'm going to the Hamptons. You guys order yeah. takeout and figure it out. <laughs> okay, here's the thing I don't get. Like, I get it. Like, you're so fucking rich. You're a millionaire. You have so much money. Cool. You can afford takeout. You can afford to eat every day. But to have a fridge that is empty, like, you have to have some stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like yeah. Like, they what if you just wanted to make some tea or some something? Every single day, like, yeah. for every meal. Like, you don't have, like, cereal and milk <laughs> for breakfast. Literally, that's exactly what I was thinking. You know, like, what if you just, like, wanted a little snack? You're not going to, like, order that. Like, you just don't want to. Like, what if you just don't want to wait? <laughs> maybe maybe we just caught them on a, like, a they need to go grocery shopping day. Oh, no. She, d- she did say the fridge is always empty. I bet for breakfast she goes and gets like a croissant at Starbucks or somewhere yeah. like a fancy version of that. Like it's yeah. just all the meals are eaten outside of the house. She's always at Bread's Bakery. She's, yeah, she, probably Upper East Side. She's getting that. She, God, chocolate. I I bet she doesn't even have Cookie. to wake up at five a.m. to get to Bread's Bakery. <laughs> 
She just walks to it at like eight or some shit. Classic, classic. Bring yeah. Brad's not, not like to Brooklyn. Not like us, Brooklyn pores. Showing up with our fucking hands and our scraps saying, please give us a black and white fi- cookie. Literally at 5 a.m. can barely taste the cookie because I'm so congested from how cold it is. <laughs> yeah, it's like snowing. We're sitting in the outside structure because it's COVID and there's nowhere else to sit. We're yeah. just like, what? this is good. Like- this was worth it, right? <laughs> They're literally like, you guys are here before our employees go home. <laughs> like we won't, this, we won't truly, go home. We came a long way. This this will always be for me when someone asks me how bad the lockdown was. I'd be like, when when the lockdown was lifted, this is what we did. This is how desperate we yeah, were. Yeah, and to be outside. it was how desperate, but also how badly we forgot how to like, like navigate society <laughs> like yeah oh my god we just went from like showing up in the mid-afternoon at a place being like do you have the cookie and they're like no it sells out pretty fast in the morning to showing up before they open and having to wait for them to make it for an hour like we could not be normal <laughs> yeah oh my god i know i know <laughs> but so i don't uh... know i think it's pretty crazy that as a high schooler, she lives without her parents. Like, I don't think I was ready for that kind of independence at that age. But I guess like oh, New, yeah. York, New York kids, obviously, like if these kids are any example, like are way more advanced and mature than like, like they're going out and like partying and like, I mean, I guess high school kids party everywhere, but it just seems way more. No, way more it was ma- it- mature. Yeah, yeah, it was it was kind of like, you know, like rich people partying. Yeah, like rich kids. Mm-hmm. Uh Right. I'll say I was okay, also uh uh I know we have other kids to talk about, but this I cannot get over this kid, Sebastian. Oh my god. The only other boy, yeah, on the show. And he yeah. is a character. Like He's something school, else. His hair flips. The Every amount of time, <laughs> yeah. Oh my God! The amount of times also he said, uh, "Yeah, I'm 16, and what do I do? I, you know, I hook up a lot. I hook you know? up with girls, yeah, like two to sixteen a month. Like, why, why he, would I have a girlfriend is, when yeah. I could hook up with girls all the time? And this, he was like, <laughs> a sur- like a surfer dude, stoner dude vibe with like long Justin Bieber hair." Also, the math is not mathing at all. Because he said, you know what? Uh, every night I get with three girls, you know? And then he said, two to 16 a month. And I'm like, bro, this is not... I don't know. You're lying. Mm-hmm. There's Where's the lie here? It's a, it's a, a very honest range that he gave. <laughs> two to 16. Yeah, <laughs> like, some 16. months are slow. You know, Q4. It's hard. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's exactly. his average. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, you know, he's just so cool like that. About Sebastian, his last name is Oppenheim, and he is now currently a realtor, real estate agent, yeah. whatever. So I'm like, oh, was is he the heir to like the Oppenheim group, like the Selling Sunset real estate, oh. whatever? That's what it's called. That's like a big real estate firm, I guess. Oppenheim. Yeah, I mean so it's well, e. It, yes, it's either that or uh, or Oppenheimer. Or they, yeah, they removed the er from their names. They were just like ah, probably we both. don't want. Yeah, that's, that's we, like a very like Ellis Island. They're like <laughs> we don't. <laughs> we keep getting discriminated against because like the whole bomb thing. So yeah, it's, the now, whole new- it's Oppenheim now. The whole nuclear money. Yeah. <laughs> But now I yeah, bet he regrets yeah. it and wishes he stuck with Oppenheimer. Nah, he doesn't. He's married to a food uh, influencer. Oh, good for him. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah, but, yeah, Oppenheimer has nothing on that. Like, he could never <laughs> be a food influencer. So, get the fuck I out. I love that, like, yeah, so obviously, like, we both looked up, like, where they are now based on what we know. And, like... Absolutely. These kids are all younger than us right like we were this was 2009 they're like our age our age maybe like a tiny bit younger because in 2009 we were in college but 
I guess that if they filmed it a year before, they're probably exactly our age. Anyway, anyway, they're all married with babies now. And I'm like, what the hell? We're kids. We're still kids. Yeah. All of them married with babies, probably. Like, they're New Yorkers. Like, New York people, at least, stay stay Peter Pan usually a little bit longer. I, oh, yeah. No, I know. I know. Uh, it, anyway. Okay, what a... Yeah. Then we meet Camille. There's a lot of there's a lot of girls, a lot of similar like brunette girls on this show. But we meet Camille, who (laughs) is kind of the like Blair Waldorf type, I think, because she's very like, I'm going to go to Harvard, and that's very important to me. And she says she her family is very wealthy, but they're not multi billionaires. Exactly. Exactly. She said, we're like Don't the top that. 2%. They're not the 1%. They're the top 2%. Right. Not multi-billionaires, which tells me yeah. they're billionaires. <laughs> exactly. Like, just like a one or two billion. Like, not just like, like a, you know. Yeah. We just have like one. That's nothing. <laughs> Ex- oh, my God. Can, can Imagine how embarrassing that is to be like, oh, I'm a billionaire. And they're like, how many billions? They're like, one. Yeah. Because that could Gross. fluctuate, go down, and then you're just yeah. a millionaire. Exactly. You spend, you it, li- spend it on anything. <laughs> like literally, you could overspend at like a Starbucks, and you're a millionaire. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You buy you order, one. You order an extra shot of espresso and oat milk in that latte. Oh my that's fucking it. god! That's it. Strip you. Of oh the my title. god. That's oh my like god. A, that's like a hundred thousand dollar drink. <laughs> oh my! I know. I know. They're like, oh, like medium or large, and you make right. the mistake of going large. And holy mm-hmm. shit. Holy f- Forbes calls you immediately. Someone from Forbes will call you and be like, "Hey, bitch, we're removing you. You are, you are broke. Enjoy your coffee." And you're like, "No, but I'm gonna get paid next week." Oh, uh, <laughs> sorry. No, it's Thursday. It's Thursday. I'm getting paid tomorrow. And they're like, "Well, until tomorrow, I'm gonna tell everyone you're poor." And <laughs> and please. Do not come anywhere near our party this weekend. Real talk. Can we talk about how every coffee drink I order anywhere, even if I'm just like, I'll just get a coffee. It's like over $8 somehow. Like, I know this is like the talk that's like anyone, like people talk about this all the fucking time and it's like hack, but it's recently I'm like, this is actually ridiculous because I love like a fancy latte drink. With like pumps of syrup and stuff like that, but it's like same, same. Do I want to pay fourteen dollars for it? No, no. It's I'm honestly like uh, this close to just like you know being like I'm I'm like a fiscally conservative, you know. I thought you were gonna say like buy something to make it at home. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but I don't think that. Uh, yeah, I mean our taxes are going towards. That coffee. I, yeah, I, I like. I don't get it. Like every time, like, like I'm, like, like I'm sorry. Like I, like I want. Like obviously, I tip all the time. But like part of me sometimes, I'm just like, if you're not looking at that screen, I might. Uh, Do you tip I even might... if you just get like a drip coffee and then they just poured it from the thing? You you tip a dollar still. Yeah, I still do a dollar. I just, I, you know what? I literally, I'm almost like, what if they spit in my coffee? Just really quick. Yeah, I know. I feel that. Especially places that I go to all the time. I'm like, I have to always tip so they don't hate me. Also, and I'm like, what if, you know how they like, I was like, maybe they have a drip coffee that is preloaded with spit and they'll just give me from that. Mm-hmm. They see which direction your finger is going on the iPad, and they're like, "Oh, we're going to the exactly, spit, exactly." Spit one. But like you said, <laughs> if it's especially if it's a place I come too often, they're gonna see me again. Yeah, and I don't want them to whisper and be like, "Oh, this motherfucker is here again." Like you know, uh, just make him the worst coffee, or like mm-hmm. I don't know something like that. I don't know how cafe. I've never worked at a cafe before, but I'm sure there are like stuff that you can do. Oh yeah, I'd be petty. For sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But yeah, a coffee is too expensive, and it's not their fault, the people who work there, but it's too expensive. It's it's insane. It's like, water yeah. should, coffee should be like water, you know? I'm just like, we need it every day. Like, stop exactly. making us pay for it. 
Yeah. It's not hard to make. I'm sure it's not expensive to buy the beans. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, do you, you, you do understand I can make it at home when I have the, uh, we talked about it, you know, Mr. Coffee. Like I have yes. Mr. Coffee. Yeah. Yeah. But I come here because I choose to not use Mr. Coffee. Sometimes Mr. Coffee needs a break. Sometimes you just want to go on a little walk and you need a little coffee to hold on your little walk. Exactly. That's it. You don't understand that. I'm like, I'm like, hey, I'm coming here. This is my third coffee today. I've already had two right, coffees right. at home. I don't need this caffeine at all. I just want to drink yeah. something. Something fun. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, this is just part of the like lore of the walk. We're exactly. not really. I don't need it to wake up. <laughs> if you're getting your coffee just to go on a little walk, it should be free. I agree. I think That's, they should I'm ask gonna you. I'm going to run for local office, and that will be my platform. In the menu, in the menu, they should add a section that says "little walk coffee." Yeah, but you have to. How do you prove that you're using it for the little walk? You have to show them what shoes you're wearing, and you have to show them like the podcast or like playlist you have lined up for your little walk. Yes, and and you know what. I'd be like, hey, I come here every week. I come here almost every day. Uh, I am willing to share my location with one of the baristas just to show you. Yeah, yeah. Just at all times share location. Exactly. Yeah, just to see That's that, like, you know, going on a little walk. <laughs> it's a great idea. And then you yeah. have like a, uh, like someone will like know if you ever get kidnapped. Exactly. Yeah, they'd be like, well, this walk is not that little. <laughs> yeah, he's... <laughs> Uh oh, he's, he's walking to Queens. <laughs> yeah, he's crossed uh -oh, state lines and on? he's going really fast. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, so yeah, no. Hey, you know what? Coffee shops, if you're listening, please do this. Do this exactly. It's it's take this idea proof. and run with it. <laughs> so then, speaking of being poor as hell, then we meet Taylor who is 15 years old, and she's a sophomore. She lives on the Upper West Side, not the Upper East Side, and she goes to one of the top public schools in the country that is allegedly very competitive, and everyone goes to Ivy League schools from there, but it is a public school, importantly. The show wants us to remember she's a public school girl. She is not... They as elite as the rest of them at their prep schools they, i know it's so funny they kept like talking about her like she was the poor of the group like so on gossip girl there's this character who like jenny who lives in brooklyn and like tries to like fit in but she doesn't because she's poor but also they were not actually that poor she just oh, lived in know, brooklyn and you, especially you, here i think they're still super rich like she was on the upper west side in manhattan uh, okay, I'll say this. Okay, I don't know what is it with with TV shows that take place in New York. The way they talk about Brooklyn is so funny to me. I know because, like, I don't like. I still watch Law and Order SVU, mm -hmm. and they're like Manhattan SVU, and every time they mention going to Brooklyn, oh my god, it's like they're going to another country. <laughs> like, like. Ice-T is always like, there's no fucking way I'm crossing that bridge. Yeah. Like, early sex in the city was like that, too. Exactly. Oh, my. It's so funny. And they're like, and they're like, oh, my God. Are you going to Brooklyn? What are you going to get, like, some artisanal latte? And I'm like, why are you talking like this? To be fair, now, like, living in Brooklyn and, like, a lot of the things I do socially are in Brooklyn – now when yeah. someone suggests I go to Manhattan, I'm like, why? Oh, I don't want to do that. I'm immediately like gross. Yeah. It's called Work Island now. Gen Z is calling it Work Island, and I love that. That is so funny. It is Work Island. Work Island. Yeah. Like, yeah. why would I hang out there? Yeah, Manhattan is Work Island. Why would I go to a comedy Island. show there tonight? <laughs> I know. Well, yeah, Manhattan is Work Island. You know what I call Brooklyn, though? Woke Island. Boo. Did you, did you hear what I just said? Woke Island. And I love it. Because I am woke. And are you still here? Oh, yeah. 
Did you, did you hear what I said? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you still think I should be running new jokes tonight? <laughs> nah just do the uber one again <laughs> you know what you know what what's what's so sickening about this what is if i this just started joke... shouting out your punchlines to you at your live shows yes. fun was plugged in the whole time but you know what? You know what's so fucked up? This work island, woke island joke. If I did this and I sent it to Netflix, they'd be like, "Dave Chappelle, go the fuck away from here. We have a new Dave now." They'd be like, "I think you stole this joke from Matt Rife." Yeah, they're like, "Here you go, fifty million dollars. Say yeah. it again, and then again and again." You know, we're naming this special "Woke Island." Why what are you even talking island? about? Yeah, there's like no follow up joke or anything. <laughs> They just no, no nothing. Special. Yeah, it's just Dude. it's that joke and then one full hour of laughter and applause, and that's your hour. That's your Netflix hour. That would be so funny if literally yeah, I came out to the stage, just said that, and then it's literally just that one hour of just like people are crying, people are... throwing up from laughing so hard. <laughs> And then me just slapping the mic on my knee over and over again, like Dave does. <laughs> Smoking a cigarette. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's great. Yeah. We, we... Honestly, if if we didn't have our episode naming formula, we should call this episode Woke Island. You could be Woke Island on television. Yeah, people would be like, what? <laughs> Yeah, be like people would be gross. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, be, yeah. Yeah. Be like, no, please, just listen twenty five minutes in just so you can yeah, get the reference. Yeah, you'll get it. You'll get it. So yeah. okay, so we meet Taylor who's poor but also still rich and also I'm pretty sure New York public schools are very hard to like get into still. Like you still have to oh, apply yeah. to them. Of course. Um, they're basically private schools. But she's a brat too. Like they're framing her as like the like nice public school girl. They're all, yeah. first of all, yeah, obviously all these kids so far have been brats for the most part. Yeah. She's maybe the worst of them because she's very mean to her mom and tells oh her God, mom yes. she's having a party, does not ask her mom. And she said, well, if I asked my mom, she would say no. So I'm just skipping a step and telling her. And no, she she also didn't she also say, yeah, I'm not taking advice, dating advice from my mom because she's divorced and doesn't have a boyfriend absolutely savage absolutely savage i this this whole show made me realize one thing and it is that i don't want to raise my children in new york yeah no i, I i've I, always you know thought what? i maybe I would that. want to but if they turn out like this like entitled little bitchy brats which maybe all teenagers are at some point but yeah, but oh, it's, no. it's it's so funny just because like you know we know from the experience of us being kids in the past. Once you once your kids are in school and they have your own friends, you don't have control anymore. You're true. Yeah, but it'd be so you're not... scary not to have control of them in freaking New York, where they can go to bar. Like yeah. they all have fake IDs. They're going to bars. They're like hooking up with people. Kids yeah. should not. Kids you... should not be allowed to be you... in New York at all. Exactly. Let alone... You need to have exactly. You need to have kids in a place where if they go to a bar, it's the town's bar, and someone will let you know that they went there. <laughs> okay, so we went from New York to a town that has one bar. <laughs> I am sorry. That is where children should be raised. I am. I am. I am sorry. And uh, do I sound like my parents now? I don't care. The local sheriff sees him. Says. <laughs> Oh my god, where, the local sheriff. You? Yeah. He's oh like, no, god. I'm just going to the, the general store. <laughs> <laughs> that's where we're that's where I'm going. <laughs> the general store. It's um, a one one street, one horse town. I'm picturing it as like a it's like an old western for some reason. No, you know what? So when my my brother went to school in Pullman, Washington. 
and mm-hmm. I went to visit him like a few times when I was when I lived in the West Coast. And I swear, one time we went there, and uh, we were like, okay, let's get dinner. And then one of his friends says, yeah, let's go to the Asian food place. And I was like, which one? They're like, <laughs> the Asian one. food place. And I was like, is it even specific Asian or just? Just all encompassing. But it was literally just it. This was just like one restaurant that like did the mix wow. of whatever whatever Asian food it is that they thought they were making. And that was it. And there was like literally a bar. And uh, wow, was it good? It was that uh, the Asian food place. It was it was mm-hmm. better than I expected. If the you know, I mean, not I expected it to be Asian very bad. Panda Express is incredible. <gasps> yeah, yeah. I mean, they didn't have. I don't think they even had chain food restaurants. To be honest, I don't see a single one there. It was wow. just you know, the, it was just the pizza place, the bar, two coffee shops, and then mostly the rest of it is just campus. Hmm. Yeah. Well, probably probably created some good morally upstanding children. Yeah, my brother is very morally upstanding. I'm sure he is. Unlike unlike his New York counterpart, who's just <laughs> just partying every fucking just, yeah. every... <laughs> just in parties every fucking day. <laughs> Just trashing fucking places. Just going insane every day. Hooking up with 16 to 32 (laughs) girls a month. (laughs) Making Sebastian Uh, look like a damn virgin. All right. Um, So Sebastian. Oh, yeah. So so funny. I thought this was funny. Taylor's like, I'm having a party. And I was like, first of all, it's kind of egregious she wouldn't ask her mom or tell her who's coming because obviously it's going to be at her home but then it turns out to be a party at a sushi restaurant which i'm like this is not a party this is a dinner yeah, this I know. is like seven girls sitting at a sushi restaurant ordering like waters <laughs> no the definition of parties was like very loose yeah but I, I guess it makes sense in new york that like kids don't have house parties really because they all live in apartments yeah, and yeah, it's not that like, is... oh, you go to the basement. That is true. Yeah, but every yeah, it's just like everything. Like uh, everything was just like yeah, it's just expensive restaurants and stuff like that. And they were talking about like five hundred dollars a meal and shit. And it's just like mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I honestly, like my brain still does not, uh, you know, understand spending that much money every day. Yeah. Like I don't like I don't know how much someone should have and make for that to make sense, but I guess, yeah. Like if you could, if you had like no idea how much money like was in your account, but all you knew was that you never had to worry about it, and it would just like replenish itself as much as it needed to. Yeah. Would you spend like hundreds of dollars a day? I guess I get you know what I guess you know what I guess it depends on whether like aside aside from like big purchases like buying a boat buying blah 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 like for just your daily like food and whatever things how I would guess, you behave okay if it is now now like mm-hmm. like tomorrow it's it's still the same me and everything you just mm-hmm. tell me the, those information I feel like still I would not be able to spend that much money just because my brain is wired that way. But right. if I grew up, if I grew up that way, then yeah, I would be like five hundred dollars doesn't mean anything to me. Right. I think you're right. I think I would also, yeah. I would struggle to. Yeah. I, mean, I would find I would find things to spend it on. Like I would buy a lot of like useless stuff I don't need and like shopping. Of but course, like, yeah. I think I would get tired shopping a lot and every day, even if it's online shopping. Exactly. So like, yeah. Oh, what am I gonna do for lunch? Like, I'm not gonna go to like. Um, like midtown steakhouse exactly yeah because you always notice that when you like meet someone who was like maybe like not even like poor but like someone who didn't have much money but didn't have so much money and you Mm -hmm. compare them to their kids their kids are just like going insane with the money yeah even though they know their money is not gonna like run out they're still like with that old mentality of just like oh i know how it feels like to not have money so they're always kind of scared Right, you're always going to have some kind of scarcity mentality, probably, yeah, if you've ever known exactly. what it's like to not be rich. 
Exactly. Exactly. But I'd yeah. I'd ball out like on weekends. I bet. Like I'd like. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. But just like spending like all like so much money every day just feels like wild to me. Because like it also like I can think of better things to spend the money on. I guess. Right. You know, I just like fucking travel. I don't know, man. Like that's true. Yeah, I'd spend money a lot on travel. Yeah, exactly. Like travel, yes, one hundred percent. But <laughs> but just like kind of like because like yeah, like you said, it's just like spending money on food, especially every day, just feels like eh, I don't know. Yeah, like, kind of like obese. Even like even fine dining after a while starts to get kind of like whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's not. Like, all of the American fine dining places are kind of the same, like, at the end of the day. You're exactly. having a tiny little, tiny little octopus in a little, like, designer of juice and a piece of caviar on top. Exactly, yeah. Still hungry. Yeah, I bet these kids would go crazy if they tried, like, KFC or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, they Get would be like, oh my god. Check. Yeah, I'd be like, oh my god, I didn't know something can taste like this. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, sushi. I discovered sushi in high school, but it was like grocery store California rolls, and I was like, so cool. This is so cool of me. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, but oh so okay, I, so I, then we get. I, I love that I can. I love that I can hear your cat in the back. You can hear her, Luna. It's not dinner time yet. She thinks it's dinner time. Oh my god! That's she also what, doesn't yeah. like when I sit in her chair. She likes this chair; it's her favorite. But... Oh, yeah. Sorry. Okay, so what? So one of the okay. other like uh, other things. Okay, this is also like I feel like they try to make this gossip girl a bit because they mentioned the Facebook mm-hmm. group as oh, like a yeah. gossip group. That posts anonymous gossip about them. I'm like, who who is doing that? Yeah, exactly. Your lives aren't that interesting. Like, Gossip Girl had, like, crimes and stuff going on. Like, this is just, like, Jessie went out to dinner with her friend Zoe. Oh, like, okay. No one cares. I also, yeah. oh, I also liked Jessie's friend Zoe when she said, sometimes I wear clothes that are less than $20. And Jesse was like, that's because you're so downtown, which the like downtown Manhattan has not been a poor place in many decades. Like, it's crazy to refer to downtown as like less chic than uptown. Like, that's such like an old money thing to think. Yeah. Yeah. Before they could even realize the concept of Brooklyn existed. It was like, oh, we don't like to go downtown. (laughs) Oh, my God. I just, I just wish someone would just blow their fucking minds and says Astoria. Oh, they have, yeah. They will literally start shaking. (laughs) 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 The place I go to for the airport. Oh god! Wait, so yeah, like yeah, I guess like when you fly, if you fly private jets, you still have to go. You still leave from like JFK or like LaGuardia and stuff. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has to be, but I, I'm, I'm always like, do they have like specific gates or something? I don't know. Right. You probably don't have to go into the airport. You just have to like drive up. Yeah. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. I think. My God. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that, I. Yeah. Did you follow up on PC and his life after the show? Because that was a bit interesting. Yeah, he's very private. He's very private, but he got married in 2018 to a girl who they said they are just just friends. It's not romantic, but they're getting married because they love each other. And Tiffany Trump was the flower girl, which obviously she was like an adult at the time. Uh, And then they got a divorce in 2020. So I, someone on Reddit said he probably had to be married to gain access to his trust fund. And I, oh my God, for me. I was like, yeah, that's probably true. That makes that's a lot of sense. True. Also, it is so funny to me how uh, Tiffany Trump is so not important in the Trump family that she's doing side quests. Oh, yeah, she's she should have a reality show. I would love to see yeah. what Tiffany's up to. <laughs> Because like in 2019 or or like 2018, her dad was president, and she's just oh, like, "I." Oh my god, you're right. Yeah. I didn't even realize that. 
Yeah, she was like, I'm the flower girl for pay- PC from the show. <laughs> yeah, she's definitely like very connected and friends with like this kind of New York. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I feel like. And you know what? I'm good for her. I feel like out of all the Trumps, she's the only one who's like, I'm going to do my thing. I think, yes, partially probably because they fully ostracized her. Yeah, <laughs> they did exactly. did not allow her in, but I, yeah. Her and exactly. Marla like, yeah. are just on their own path. <laughs> exactly, yeah. They're like, ah, yeah, you go and you do your little office jobs or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't need that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then, and then, yeah. So, oh, there was also like a a little fight that happened between, uh, with uh with PC. Because for, first couple, of all, a couple of yeah, fights. yeah. Because he goes with Camille and like someone else, and he uh they get mad at him because he asked them if they like were twelve or something, and I'm like, bro, yeah. you're seventeen, you know. So PC goes on. He like meets Kelly and Camille at this fashion event and asks Kelly to go out with him for dinner. And so he thinks it's a date. She does not think it's a date or doesn't want it to be. So she brings Camille, but doesn't tell him she's doing that. And he's like pissed off from the beginning, like seeing her and literally says like, I didn't know you were coming. <laughs> and I know. the whole time he's pissed off, and so then he's just like in a grumpy mood. And yeah, being an eighteen-year-old talking to seventeen-year-olds was like, what are you guys like twelve? They're talking about getting grounded, and he's like, you guys still get grounded? Oh my god, you're like babies. Do you guys smoke cigarettes even? And they're like, no. <laughs> yeah, such a someone douchebag. Someone, someone he needs to knock his teeth in. He's so annoying. He said they're little young bitches who have no idea what they're talking about. Yeah, PC, because they're 12. Also, they probably do smoke cigarettes. They gave each other a look and they're like, we're not going to say it on camera. So that's why they probably said no, because they're like, our parents are going to watch this. Oh, my God. I know. Yeah, because also like no one was drinking on the show. Yeah, because they they were not supposed to drink like on camera. They can't. Yeah, they're children. But I'm sure they were all drinking. Like definitely Laguna Beach. They're like hiding it, but you can tell they're like hammered all the time, which is funny. Uh, But here they're just like keeping it together a little bit. Yeah. But then, yeah. And then he had like another fight with Jesse. Yeah. he was so fucking like such a dick. He threw a water bottle at her and like snapped his finger. And it was yeah. like, cause like he said, make it happen. Was that like about like a date or something or like finding him someone? Finding him someone. Yeah. Cause he was like, I'm over dating. I don't know who I want to date. And like they're just like having a friend chat about that. And she's like going to help set him up with someone. And he's like, tosses a water bottle and is like, okay, make it happen. She gets pissed off. I think the issue is clearly that Jesse was in love with PC. Yeah. And PC was gay, but didn't realize it yet. Yeah. 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 No. Also, Jesse is one of those people who uh, was not, you know, she wasn't really much on social media. And she said she hated being on the show. Mm. Because people were like commenting so much about her looks and her eyes and stuff like that. And she was like, I hated it. And I hated being on camera. Oh, poor girl. Yeah. She was a bitch, yeah. though. Like,. She was, like, really mean to the other girls on the show. She didn't want to, like, be friends with any of them. She wouldn't, like, film scenes with them because she just, like, didn't want to make new friends. Yeah. I got No, but it's like what you said at the beginning of this. It's just, like, they literally, none of them really wanted to be on camera. They're just, like, yeah. they're not that type of fritch. Right. True. Which is, you know, which is fine. Uh, would you, okay, uh, how would you would you ever wanted to go to a prep school if you go back in time? Well, so I did go to a private school, but okay. it was definitely not like a prep school. It was more of like a very like liberal, like hippie, like just very small class sizes, like call their call our teachers by their first names kind of thing. And I liked that versus like going to like a really big, like anonymous public school. Um, yeah, I think I always was like prep school would be fun if I got to wear uniforms because I liked the idea of wearing uniforms 
Yeah. Like the plaid skirt. I just always thought it was cute. I'm like, oh, you don't have to pick out your outfit because I hate yeah. clothes. Um, yeah. But other than that, like, yeah, definitely don't want to be around. Like, I would have, like, absolutely, like, floundered socially at a place like this with, like, these kind of kids. I would have been like, I just want to, like, go home from school and, like, do my homework and, like, watch Gilmore Girl DVDs. I could not handle the social aspect of New York City at that age. I can barely do it at this age. <laughs> yeah. What about you? I- I mean, I, God, I went to private school from first to sixth grade. Mm-hmm. And then my parents were like, it's time for public school, which is, I don't think that's the right way to do it. Interesting. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. So you to were me. like not integrated or ready for public school and then you were thrown yeah. into it for middle school. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. They were like, oh, it's time for public school now. I'm just like, that yeah. doesn't make any sense. Like you, you could not. I was public school up until seventh grade, and then I was like, "Get me out of here." <laughs> See, that's the way to do it because, you, you, like, uh, at least I'd be grateful for being in a private school. But now, yeah, they were like, "This is what it's like to be in private school," and now go, uh, you know, have fun. What I do think is that middle school and high school, no matter if you're at a public school or a private school, are like hell on earth, no matter what. Yeah, they all have like mean kids like whether they're rich or poor no absolutely absolutely 100 percent. yeah people are just like yeah a lot of mean kids and i love how it's like a universal experience Mm -hmm. middle school more so i think but yeah yeah high school everyone like especially like once i do miss the experience though of being like you know a senior in high school Oh, just yeah. being like, you're on top of the world. <laughs> yeah. You know, like everyone is a fucking kid. I'm basically in college. Yeah. Yeah. You're just like, I'm already into college. I'm just going to like hang out on the campus and skip my fifth period and go off campus for lunch. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And then you go to high. college and then you go to college and again, you're a baby. Another rude awakening. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You're like, I'm a fucking baby. I have no idea what I'm doing. But, uh, but you know what, when I was in, uh, Portland state in my, in my senior year, I, uh, for a scholarship, I worked like as a, like a, like a mentor, like for like freshman classes and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so we had, we had those type of kids, like, like rich kids who are like, I don't know why they were like doing at Portland state, mm-hmm. uh, and my God, the way I just wanted like to kill myself. They were so spoiled and I had to deal with that shit. And I'm just oh, like, God. yeah. And I'm like, I'm not your dad. Like, you, were, you were just like Paul Giamatti in the holdovers. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm so mad. I'm just like, I'm so over this way. Everyone's so spoiled and they know yeah. nothing and you don't want to be there at college. And they're just like, don't care. And mm-hmm. yeah, it was a, it was a fucking nightmare. Uh, my 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 college had a lot of like definitely a lot of rich kids um and a lot of like random like la transplants i went to college in boston and i feel like the la kids were so spoiled in the way of like they were all like i cannot go outside right now in this weather like i refuse to like walk outside in the snow like they were just not used to the snow and cold weather at all and i was just like welcome welcome to the east coast bitches yeah yeah uh okay so this okay this show i'd say uh very full of villains uh, it's all yeah. villains it really it's all was. villains and uh if if uh that you know gets me to our segment which is villain of the week also are you sitting in like the pitch dark right now <laughs> There was light, and I need to turn my lights on, my bedroom oh, you lights were, on. The sun has set while we've been recording. The sun has set. And now yeah, exactly. You are in the pitch dark. <laughs> exactly, but I can, I can, I can hear you. You can turn it and on. There you go. Now I'm no longer in the in the dark. Nice. So, uh, who is your who is your villain of the week? Oh God, uh, this week. Okay, my villain of the week, I'll say, is the, 
Yes, you know what? I had a villain of the week, and then I remembered something else. <laughs> Ooh, okay. I remember something else. Okay. Airport. Have you ever tried clear at the airport? No, I haven't. What the fuck is the point of clear at the airport? This is literally my fucking villain. I hate clear so much. Did you try okay. it? So, because I have I have this uh, credit card and it comes free with my credit card. So I was like, fuck it. Oh. I'll sign up for clear. Oh my God. I have to say pre-check and also clear. Mm-hmm. We're living. Yeah. Pre-check because pre-check there is sometimes still a line. I have pre-check too. Yes, but there's there's also a line that is uh, uh, clear for people who uh, also have TSA pre-check. Uh-oh. It's like a separate line. Really? Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. The airport is like now just lines of like new categories. Mm-hmm. So that there's somehow a line just... for clear, a line for pre-check, and a line for clear, half clear. With... Your mom is clear and your dad is pre-check, you're half. <laughs> exactly. Look. <laughs> Literally, all Clear does is make it harder because they're like, okay, now uh, go to this screen and show your eyes to the screen. Let let us scan your eyes. Okay, now let's do this. Okay, now let me walk you to the TSA, like the TSA agent. Okay, show me your ID. I'm like, what am I doing? Right, so how does that save time? Exactly. Literally, like, and then I saw the line of like the TSA pre-check without Clear. And they were, like, moving way faster. And I was like, I could have just done that. If you still need to show your ID to the TSA person, then truly, what is the point of the eye scan? Like, I don't want you to have my exactly. eye information. Exactly. Like, I was, like, losing. That? I was losing my mind. I was like, what am I doing in this line? Like, yeah, clear. Get the fuck out of my face. They're also not that cheap. Like, if I didn't have my my credit card, it would cost at least like a hundred, a hundred and ten dollars a year or something. For what? Yeah, for what? Like pre-check is exactly the same. Yeah, much better because like you can just because like my my whole thing honestly with the airport is like I just don't want to take my shoes off. That's exactly. It. Yeah, same. Like, and I don't want to take my laptop out of my backpack. Exactly. There's just something about taking your laptop out and putting it somewhere that just drives me nuts. I'm like, it's packed in there. I put stuff on top of it. Like, I don't want to have to dive back into that situation. Exactly. It's also because, like, because like two minutes later, I have to do the whole process again in reverse. I have to put my shoe. I have to put it back in. I have to put my shoes on, and I have to like you know, and everything is moving Mm -hmm. fast and. And people are just like, people are so rude. It's also like when I'm going somewhere, I'm usually to save room in my luggage. I wear my biggest shoes. Yeah. So like boots and like they're annoying to get off and put back on. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm going to wear my like slip on sneakers to the airport. No, it's it's insane. Like JFK Airport is insane right now. Like literally, there's like a new line that just says like uh like face ID or something. Just like a separate line that just says that. And I'm like, what does that mean? What the heck? What are we doing anymore? I'm it's, so it's, confused by everything. The airport, the airport lines are like doing the same thing as like streaming channels. How like they're what? all merging exactly. with each other. They're starting new ones. We're kind of reinventing cable now, where it's like. We're just going to go back to how it was. Like, it's just one line. <laughs> TSA pre-check is going to acquire clear very soon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And yeah, like, yeah, like just merge. You know what? Merge those lines together and form the longest line known to <laughs> me. Like, I want the line to start when I leave my apartment, you know? <laughs> and you paid extra for it. Yeah, like, yeah. I, this I is, love this. Is, this. This is exactly what I want, you know? And if you want your lines without ads, you have to pay for that. <laughs> or else or else someone will just scream ads at your face. That's I love that. Okay, who's your villain of the week? Okay, my villain this week is so I is this vitamin I've been taking to sleep and because it is working too well unfortunately, which is something that's never happened to me before with anything I've taken to help me sleep. So I bought 
this is shout out potential sponsor if she wants to sponsor us Courtney Kardashian's vitamin line called Lemmy. Yeah. So the sleep one is called Lemmy Sleep. And it's just gummy vitamins. And ultimately, it's just melatonin and like magnesium and like natural herbal stuff. I don't know. And I've taken melatonin before, I've taken it all. Nothing has ever worked for me, like at all. Um, Yeah. I take these vitamins. I'm out all night like a log and so much so so that when I wake up after like 10 hours of sleep I'm still like gr- I could sleep for five more hours oh, so God. it's great because I'm sleeping but I'm like now I yeah. never want to not be sleeping because I wake up at like 9 a.m <sighs> or like even sometimes like 10 a.m and I'm like I want to go back to sleep even though I've been sleeping so it works too well they need to like <laughs> yeah the formula or something i don't know <laughs> exactly i'm like can you like measure it to exactly eight hours like yeah it's wild. so i've started taking it earlier because i'm like mm. maybe yeah maybe it like lasts for 12 hours so i'll take it like after dinner but then it, my eyes get heavy and it makes me want to fall asleep right away i know it, <laughs> medicated sleep is honestly something else because but it's... this is a gummy melatonin yeah, it, like i don't know if yeah. you like I think you do. Like, you also have, like, sleep issues, right? Like, yeah. the only time anything has ever truly worked for me was when I was briefly prescribed Ambien. And I was like, oh, this works a little too well. So I stopped. Mm. But, like, any over-the-counter, like, supplement thing is usually bullshit. So I yeah. do not know what the hell she's putting in these vitamins. <laughs> wow. But That's crazy. It's kind of yeah. it's a villain, but also kind of a recommendation. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's it. It depends on who you are. Depends on yeah. who you are. Yeah. My God. Uh, yeah. Well, between clear and medication, we we're making new enemies every week, every <laughs> fucking week. Last season it was moving companies. This season it's airport and sleep medication. Mm-hmm. True. The only the only brand so far that we have endorsed on this podcast is Mister Coffee. Oh yeah, in an insane way. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Not yeah, not in a in a nice way, but overall, I like Mr. Coffee. I think Mr. Coffee, if you want to sponsor us, we're down. Well, we will yeah. let you give us money, Mr. Coffee. How about that? Huh? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Our DMs are open. For, for only for Mr. Coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh Mr. Coffee, if you're listening, please uh Review the podcast, but also everyone else who listens to the podcast. Why don't you leave us a review? Why don't you let us what you think? And when I say let us what you think, I mean only positive things. <laughs> it sounded you sounded so aggressive saying why don't you leave us a review? Like you were like truly like asking them why? Why yeah. haven't you? <laughs> like what? No, why haven't you? Like if you're listening to this every <laughs> week, and maybe tell us something nice, maybe give us a little like compliment. That would be nice. Yeah. Like when I open the podcast app and see a new review that is like a five star, it makes me happy. I'm like, oh, a little compliment for us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That yeah. would make my day. That would make my little day. Yeah. We thrive on little compliments. You can make it long too. <laughs> it's still going to be little in my eyes. <laughs> it's little on the phone. It's li- it's just very little on the phone. Yeah. No just make what. it. Yeah, just just make it just make it like that. And you can also subscribe to the Patreon and that would be not a little compliment. It would be a big compliment. Huge compliment. Huge compliment. It would be like, "Oh my god, you're willing to invest in us." And you know what? For everyone that subscribes to the for the to to the Patreon, maybe we'll give you a compliment. Wow. You know what? Maybe. Yes. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, maybe on on the podcast sometime we'll just give you a compliment. Exactly, but if you do not subscribe to the Patreon, you will never know. <laughs> you will never fucking know. You'll never know. It would be so embarrassing to not know. We we give great compliments. We're real creative with them. Yeah, literally. Oh my god! Like I write them down. I edit. It's incredible mm-hmm, stuff. Mm-hmm. I like look deeply yeah. into like your life and like your entire like being and sort of figure out what exactly yeah like is the best thing about you yeah like we literally like paying based money on your to... username only <laughs> based on your patreon username you know what we're willing to pay money to run a background check on you 
just to give you a very specific just compliment. Just to say, just to say, clean record. That's the compliment. Exactly. Exactly. And you know what? You have criminal no history. I'm sure they got it wrong. Yeah, I'm sure they, whoever, whatever it was, was deserved. Was exactly. a crime yeah. of justice. Yeah. Sometimes it's a crime of passion. You know, you're a passionate person. And that's what, yeah, exactly. And that's okay. <laughs> well, that has been our episode. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's been our episode. And we will see you guys soon. See you next week. Bye-bye. Bye.